Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Long Live 934. We have a very special guest today. The most specialist guest in the world, my mom. mom. Yay! (laughs) Say hi. Hi guys. Hi mom. How are you? Good. So this is our this is our second guest we've had, um, besides um, King Mason, and I figured we'd bring my mom on here, ask her some questions. Um, you know, we're young and in our 20s, even though we're slowly getting older. So I figured we'd hear some advice from her and some throwback stories from her, if you will. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like your mom has such an interesting life. I want her to write a book one day. Um, yes. Until, then, until she becomes a published author, you know, I feel like our podcast <laughs> is a, a little step above that. Yeah, I mean, what's better than a book? Oh, yeah, long live 934. <laughs> Not sponsored. (laughs) Hashtag ad. (laughs) So um, I figure we should start this whole little Q&A with my mama, um, since we're both um, Macaulay homies. Yes. We should hear my mom's story about um, the one time she went to Macomb. Okay. I went to Macomb a lot, but the one... (laughs) Because that was the party spot, you know what I mean? Like, we would travel all the way from Keokuk, Iowa, to go party with the Macomb people, and it was very, very interesting. But the one story I can remember is, okay, there was a place called the Top of the Town, and um, the Pace in Macomb. The Pace is still there. Oh, oh gosh. Okay, so we go there, hang out, but... I don't, there was a basketball team, and Macomb had a basketball team, they have a dorm, okay, so we went there, partied out with the pace, the top of the town, and um, one of my friends, who, you know, likes to have a lot of extra, extracurricular activity fun, um, <laughs> we, so, um, being, you know, buddy system, we all went to these guys' house, we're like, come back to our dorm, you know, and so we thought it's only just a couple of guys, you know, there was maybe like, I think there was like four, there was four or five of us, and so we went back with, I think it was three guys, and we were all, you know, hanging out, and we're in like, we're like, oh my god, we're in the basketball dorm, you know, so cool, woo, woo. Um, and then me and my friend were like, hey, you know, let's hook up with these boys, and I don't know why we both wanted to hook up with these guys in the same room. Oh no! But oh my gosh! <laughs> we did. We well, we tried to anyway. So we went in this room and it was all dark, right? And you know, we start making out with these guys on two separate beds. Next thing you know, there's like all these different hands coming out of everywhere. Oh no! Like, see, like there's seriously like it wasn't just the two guys we were in the bedroom with. It was like hands all over hands and stop. So, no, it was, like, so scary, you know, like, and then I seen my friends, like, what's going on? And so she went, like, try to find the door. She said, I can't find the door. I can't find the door. She found the door. When she opened up the door, the light came in, and I swear it was the whole basketball team was in there. Oh, no. Try, and so, like, we had to, like, find, I lost a good pair of shoes running away from that place. Um, Not the shoes. <laughs> but so we couldn't find our one of the girls that we were with, like, where is she? Where is she? So, you know, the boys' dorms have, like, stalls. They, like, all these, like, men's stalls. Dirty. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. Tell me why she had her face on the toilet. Ew. Um, <laughs> I've been in a men's dorm. 
I would not put my face near those dirty toilets. Oh my god! And needless to say, we we ran out of there. We got we picked her up, got out, lost my shoes. End up they don't know if what what happened, but like um, she was feeling all woozy and stuff. So she started throwing up. So she, I, I was thrown up on myself. Like I don't know what they put in our drinks, but with Tiana's story, I related because that's happened multiple times. When we went to Macomb. Someone was either, yeah, you gotta watch what they put in your drinks. Yeah, cause you think you're drinking, and you're like, there's no way I'm this drunk. But I bet those guys thought that that was gonna kick in a lot sooner. Yeah. Imagine if it did. That was in this, and like I've never like it was so scary, and I'm still scarred to that Macomb. <laughs> basketball team they were like they were literally hiding in the room before we got there you know what i'm saying because it was disgusting like they went out that night thinking they were bringing yeah. someone home ew yeah seriously me and my friend was like it traumatized us yeah but yeah what the heck oh my god how is western first of all like <laughs> this has been going on for clearly some time with them having problems with students drugging other students and obviously, it's not the only people it's happened to has been you guys. Like, this is a continuing fucking thing. And yet, this school is still standing. My question yeah. is how? Yeah. They wonder why their um, enrollment rates go down. Literally. Everyone's Literally, dying. I know. <laughs> Everyone's dying, dropping out, literally running for their life from the school. I yes. swear to God. But they Always. have the best parties, though. They do. <laughs> We can attest to that. They do. If you can make it to the next morning, they have yeah. the best parties. Yes, for, for sure. Real. <laughs> for sure. Oh, God, that's terrible. Okay, so besides meeting men at gross parties, how did you guys, like, meet guys in the olden days? Because, you know, I use Bumble and Tinder, and so did our King Mason. So, like, how did you guys meet guys? Okay, okay, wait, I would like to segue this off and say this is not the olden days. Your mom did not <laughs> hop off of a wagon in <laughs> cornfields and go to this party. This was literally like the early 2000s. So do not age your mother. I cannot. Do not age her. Thank I, you, Kaylee. I have to. <laughs> okay, well, let's see. We didn't have Tender and Bumble back in um, the stone age um now i'm only 43 i think i've I've lied about my age so much i don't remember (laughs) um but so i was living in the quad cities in rock island at this time and i was probably 23 something like that so about your guys's age um we did newspaper ads so instead of like bumble and tender we would write like (laughs) we would write like a short little ad like single black female you know like that and um (laughs) ted bundy was coming for you (laughs) that's for sure such my type (laughs) (laughs) okay so um i would put my you know single black female um looking for you know casual whatever things like you guys put on your guys's um, bio is what, yeah, is that what bio. it's called. Okay. And um, so I went on a few, you know, I'd put something in there and then like you would um, have like a number, like it would be like um, like a pound, seven, four, three, two, whatever. That would be your number. So then you would call the, the 800 number that the newspaper had and then you would put in your number and it would have messages on there. Like the guys were saying, hey, da 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 I'd like to meet you. Let's have a conversation. And then if you like them, you would put, you would give them your phone number. Okay, and so then they, they would call you, and then you would talk on the phone, and that's how that got started. 
I'm <clears throat> so your your bio for a second. Yes. Did you just put like you know single black female five foot nine, one hundred and twenty pounds? Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, and I would put like, um, what like like what you're interested in, and you know, long conversations, lies, lies, <laughs> like me. Mine's just like long walks on the beach. I love. I love. Ty's never been to the beach before. No. <laughs> Hilarious, but yeah. So I would do like those things, and like guys would be like, "Hi, I'm Mark. I like this and that," and and then um, if I if I was interested, I would leave my phone number on their message. I would call them. They would leave their number, and I would message them my number. And then that's how they work. You didn't know what they looked like? No, not until... It's a blind date. Oh, no. So, like, they didn't have, like, our profile picture. What if they're a murderer? Okay, so, speaking of murderers... um, (laughs) (laughs) So, I went... I had this guy pick me up. Okay, first off, um, let's just say I've been a fan of the buddy system for years. Uh So, I lived in Rock Island, but my best friend lived in Keokuk. So, I would... Before I would go out, I would... You know, give her, I would message her or call her when I was get, leaving with, with the guy and give her his license plate number and the Smart. type of the car. Oh my God, genius. Smart. Yes. So um, that's what I would do. Or I would take a picture of the license plate or whatever. Just, you know, and just to be safe. I don't know. But anyway, the murderer guy, um, he, we went on a date, you know, and he's like, I'm going to show you some things. Tell me why he took me to a semi place. Like a when, truck stop? Yes, but he wanted to give me a semi ride. First off, girls, I'm scared of semis. Okay, so I get in. I so I'm like, okay, trying to be nice, like Tiana, always too nice and trusting. Yeah. Okay, and so I get in this in a semi. We're going, and he's like taking me down this back road, and he turns off the back road into like. I would have jumped out of the car. Listen, girl. <laughs> um, we started going down like this ravine and like into the woods. Like he's like, "Oh, I want to show you this lake down here." Uh, okay. So I don't want to like, see the lake. That's what I said. I was like, "No, no, 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 no." And so that's when I okay, you know those Janelle files that you file. You know, it's got the point at the tip. Mm-hmm. I always carried one of those in my back pocket. So I started filing my fingernails and telling him, "You know, I don't want to go down there because." If anything had happened, I could stab him with my Janelle file. But he was nice, and he backed up, and we ended up going to his house, which is even more dangerous. Why would I go from there into this guy's stranger's house? You know, we had some tea and stuff. and But he ended up taking me home. That was a good one. Um, and then there was another guy that um, I met, which was... You meet a lot of creepers. You guys meet a lot of creepers on Bumble and Tinder? Well... We didn't, I don't just meet up with people that I have internet stocked. So, like, yeah, I, I look up their Twitter, I look up their Facebook, their Instagram. You know, I get all their information, see if we have mutual friends. If we do, I'm like, okay, if Dejavon knows him, we're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, she's fine. I'll message Dejavon and be like, hey, what do you know about this guy? Right. No, like, Ty and I need to find out, like, his mother's maiden name. Before yeah, like, I'm so deep into those internet searches that I'm looking up your grandfather's obituary. Dang. Literally. Like, your your parents' house, I know how much it sold for right. in 2014 because I found it on Zillow. Right. Like, <laughs> so, I'm in there, like, swimwear. So, see, and people always say that Bumble and Tinder are so dangerous, things like that. But compared to the, the how we had a date back then and find people, mm-hmm. that's way more safer because I didn't know who I was going out with yeah. or what I was What they doing. look like. Interesting, too, that, like, you you base on, you know, what you're interested in or if, you, if you're interested in pursuing them by the message they leave you. 
So it's not even like, yeah. I'm going to send you a cute emoji or I'm going to send you a picture of myself. Like you literally just go off of, hi, this is Mark. I'd like to take you on a date. Goodbye. Yeah. Basically like that's it. And then you just meet up like, um, one time, you know, I met this one guy, cute white boy, cute white boy, but he ended up taking me to a, he ended up taking me to a crack house. So, <laughs> like, no Cute white lie. boy, though. Cute white boy. <laughs> Seriously, he was so hot. But, <laughs> but needless to say, I didn't see him again, because I was like, I don't do crack. I don't do crack. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> but he was hot. <laughs> But yeah, it's very much dangerous back then compared to now. It's like, but you guys definitely need to make sure you like send someone like the information or the car that you're getting in, even though you have a picture of them. You just never know. Yeah, they say that you're supposed to meet up at a public place, but a lot of times with Tinder, if it's just a hookup, you either just go to their house or they're com- they'll come to you. But that's crazy. A hookup. So, so it's not that's, like dating. You just want to get some. That's pretty much how Tinder is. Tinder's pretty much like back. In, I haven't been on Tinder in a minute. I've been sticking to Bumble. But it used to be just like, you message each other, you say each other's hot, yeah. this is when we're going to hang yeah. out. Come hit Come. and then leave. Bye. Or you want to Netflix and chill. Just means you want to watch yeah. Netflix and hook up. Like, I just learned what Netflix and chill was not long ago. So <laughs> that's, that's what it is, Netflix and chill. So it's like, oh, I want to go over to Netflix and chill. But a lot, of, so they know that's what it means. It's not like, oh, we're going to Netflix and chill. Maybe we might hook up. It's like, if you're saying yes to Netflix and chill, you're saying yes to hooking up. That is so crazy. Yeah. Aren't you lucky you missed out on all that, Kaylee? <laughs> like, you found your guy, and you don't have to worry about it. Like, It's, I literally, when Ty was here a couple weekends ago, I was like, so what does swipe right mean? Or what does swipe left mean? She was like, oh my God, Kaylee. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been, I've been on dating apps since I was, like, my 18th birthday. Like, I was excited to get on it and meet people from distances. Right. Until you meet one from, like, someone that's going to, like, sex trade you. You see, I thought about that. One time I was like, okay, so what if his social media checks out, but really he's a sexual, like, a sex trafficker? Right. But it never happened to me, so. It's always the nice guys. It is. It's always the cute white boys who take you to crack houses. (laughs) No joke. You have no idea. No idea. Always them. So besides the newspapers, um... Did you, like, do any, like, how else did you guys meet people? Was that, like, the big thing? Um, yeah, it was, well, in the, in the city it was. Um, I was raised in Keokuk, so, like, everyone knows everybody. And, yeah. like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that was pretty easy, you know what I'm saying? Unless, you know, like, sometimes, like, if my friends had a guy, like, they would meet or whatever. You know, you'd have to go hang out with the friend because oh, they want done that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, well, keep my friend, keep my guy's friend occupied. Yeah. And it's like, dang it. I got to do this one too. <laughs> <laughs> that's me and Kirsten. That's, that's me and Kirsten's friendship. It's always like, Kirsten, my boyfriend right now, his friend's coming. I'm going to need you to at least keep him company. Oh. You ain't got to do anything. Just like at least kiss him or something. See, which is so weird that that's an obligation. It, it is yeah. not, yeah. Then, and, like, like, that's, it's, like, doing your friend a favor. Like, you just make out with him for me, I think. Yeah. Like, like she's, like, like you're, like, a madam. Like, yeah, like, it makes you feel dirty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, who's buying lunch for that? <laughs> or at least getting paid. Right. Wow. I, I think that would be such a, how time-consuming, too, to be, like, let me put this ad in the paper. Let's see if someone calls me. Like today's day and age, it's like, wow, I just made my bumble and I already have seventeen tech, like seventeen mm-hmm. messages. 
yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was like two crazy, weeks crazy. for, you know, two weeks of talking and typing and putting messages back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Oh, God, it's a lot of effort. Wow, something I did want to ask you. Um, what was your reaction when you found out you were pregnant with Ty? Aww. Aww. I want to talk about you and Ty. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's see. Her dad always wanted a daughter. Um, he wanted a kid. We were, even though we were 17, because um, oh, we were wow, smart. Yeah, we were very smart. <laughs> so we wanted a kid. And, yeah, it was pretty much not that hard. But I know he, he wanted a girl. So basically whatever he wanted, he got. Still, still to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. But no, I was, I was pretty happy. Um, scared um, to tell his mom. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. Grandma Debbie was not the one. To, no, she was not. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, I remember... You were 17, you said? Yeah. 17 when I got pregnant with her. Wow. Yeah, I moved in with, Ty uh, with Scott and them when I was 15. We were just friends then. Like, me and Scott started off as friends, like, best friends. Like, I'd be his lookout while he was hooking up with chicks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when did you guys meet? Um, we met because he was dating my friend. Um, and it was like, we went to the same school, so everybody oh, knew yeah. each other. And he was like the bully. He, he was Vanilla Ice, and he was the bully. Like, he used to pick on people all the time. But, um, no, and he was like the cool guy. He had all the parties, you know what I'm saying, at, in his brother's basement, so... He was the cool one, and yeah. Which is so weird, because now he's the lame one. Just kidding, I love you. <laughs> he's going to listen to this and like message us on Facebook and be like, I'd like to say that I am still the cool dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aw, so sweet. Well, thanks for bringing um, my soulmate into this world. Absolutely. She's a little crazy sometimes, but I love her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's so much better than I, I than I ever was. Like, like I don't know how me and Scott both, like, we were both so wild, and then we had such a good kid. Like... Oh, oh no, no. She's a good kid, but she's wild, too. Don't, don't let her fool you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't getting in fights like these, like, my mom, when she was in high school, I've heard stories about you beating people up and going crazy, but I also heard that she was a cheerleader and she's popular. Yeah, I had fun. I was so cool. <laughs> I'm so lame now, but I was so cool back then. <laughs> I did. But I feel like we were we were really close when I was like a kid, a teenager before like puberty set in and I was I did not like my parents during puberty. None neither of them or my step parents. I was not about it. But then like everyone's a bitch <clears throat> to their parents in puberty though. Oh. And their siblings. I know. I'm talking to you, Cameron. <laughs> when it like I say about 2011 we really lost our like connection after um, Brian died yeah my so husband Brian in 2011 my stepdad passed away um, in just like a tragic accident and my mom kind of like took a turn down a road and I kind of want to talk about that a little bit just about yeah. how you were just kind of how you were living the, like your lifestyle because I definitely want to compare that to your lifestyle now. Okay. Because now you're a stickler. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Um, we had the normal life. You know, we had the vacations. We had the house. We had the, the family dog. You know, we had barbecues. Um, all the Thanksgivings and stuff at our house. And then Brian died, and I went into a severe depression, um, which was drug-based. 
Um, I remember when he died, the first thing, the I worked in a nursing home, and the lady that was the nurse there was like, here, take this. And she shoved some pills down my throat to calm myself down, and it just went from there. And um, so it was like normal life, and then all of a sudden it was just like I went numb and went on a hiatus and dropped everything because I didn't want to hang out with my friends because they remind me of my old life. They remind me of the perfect life that I had, you know, the mm-hmm. um, house, it, the kids. It really was like a picture-perfect life. Like, if you picture, obviously, we're not a suburban family, but stick a suburban family in Keokuk. Right, right. Like, yeah, we had the pool, the backyard, the a dream life. Like, it was almost like... Life got too comfortable, yeah. and then that happened. Yeah, it was exactly. Um, and then I just didn't want to live, basically, anymore, and started using drugs to cover up the pain, which then it went from then to, next thing I know, it was eight years later, you know? And then I, I woke up eight years later, pretty much. That's how that went down. Wow. And then um, I was pregnant and um I was doing all kinds of crazy things I won't say what I was doing but um doing some heavy stuff and I know and I was pregnant and um I asked God to save me and my family and craziness happened and I ended up in jail an hour after I asked God to save me and took it from there and got sober and it's been almost 18 it'll be 18 months I've been clean and sober and turning my life around and let's just say when before I was sober I lived a life where I had no electricity no water I would take a shit in a bucket because that's what way we lived I was charging my phone at the laundromat behind my house um just crazy like the dirtiest life you could imagine and thinking I was cool thinking like I was hot stuff walking around town with you know swinging my arms looking crazy <laughs> but we, we laugh about it now because it was so crazy and I embarrassed Tiana um I mean I took a lot of it out on my, my children you know and today I'm think I thank God that they gave me another chance to help make up for what I did and the, and the last time that I did. And yeah. um, went to the heart of Isla. Shout out to my HOI girls. <laughs> um, that place changed my life, saved my life. And um, I'm here to tell a story now that I, you know, sometimes my Wi-Fi is too slow. Mm-hmm. But and now she, that's what she complains about now. Like, yeah. you was just pooping in a bucket. Stop complaining about the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> that's on growth time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or if we're not quiet during Grey's Anatomy, listen. Like you didn't even have Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh my God, we used to have like the Netgear thing where you'd stick out the window or stick in the window, so like it would pick up the laundromat's Wi-Fi, and it was just crazy. But yeah, now I can pay my bills and feed my kids and not have to worry about it. And it says a lot me coming here versus when I like didn't want to talk to you. Two years. She didn't talk to me for almost two years. Didn't want anything to do with you, just because I was like, no, if you don't want to fix yourself, that's on you. But that takes, it takes a lot to love someone with a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you don't realize, like, they don't know what it, or someone with a drug addiction, they're not really in tune with the real world. 
No. They're not understanding what's what life they're living. Like, they don't get pooping in a bucket is not the right life to live. Right. Thinking I was cute. Like, right. yay. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's wild. It's it, looking so wild. at your life, the differences, is like, I have videos. I'll have to show you. I took videos of your old house uh, when you guys were living in it. Yeah, it was bad. And I, I, like, that's something you need to show people in your house now where it's just Bryce being wild is right. the baddest it gets. And that's what, that's one of the things I want to do, like, being in this recovery. I want to, like, people always think, like, oh, people can't recover, and they, they have such a hard um, problem with people that are on drugs, but we don't know the severity of what's going on. They think, oh, you right. can't help it. You can't. No one chooses to be an addict. No one chooses right. to have this lifestyle, but it's like you're so lost. And in my area, there's no homeless shelters. There's no domestic ones. If you, there's nowhere to get help unless you've got uh, an ID. And how many drug people have IDs or yeah. things like that or money to do this and that? And um, there's no place for – there's a place now in the Keelock area for guys to go to, but there's not nothing in Keelock. I know there's something in Hamilton now. Um, but there's still the the uh, the addiction crisis down there is so bad that I want that's my calling is to help people in my situation through the DHS situation. The, um, you know what I'm saying? Because if I went through it, there's so many other people that went through it. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to be there to help people now. Yeah, uh, that's that's insane. I think it's like you said. Like nobody chooses to be an addict. Like. Everyone deals with trauma and everyone deals with, you know, every emotion in their own way. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, all that matters is that you are the one who dug yourself out of it. You know, you are the one who realized what was important in life and how much you loved your family. And I think it's really inspiring to talk about. Thank you. Definitely took a lot of hard work on my mom's end. Yeah. Because you can't, no one can fix you. Right. You got to do it yourself. Yeah. You have to want it. You have to yeah. want it, like, severely. But I've always had my faith. I've always believed in God. I was just out of touch with it. And I was, like, if you're ever going down a road, and you know how, like, on the, on the, like, the shoulder of the road, it goes, like, I had faith, but I was on that side of my, I was trying, I was almost falling off the road. But, you know what I'm saying? I had a, God had to help me. But there was times where, you know, I was saying, I was praying, crying, and then using and you know what I'm saying? And so it was like, he heard me. And I thank God yeah. for that every day. As with him, it wouldn't be possible. God works in mysterious ways, you know? Everything oh, yeah. works in mysterious ways. Yeah, I'm just proud of you <clears throat> for, like, all you've done and how far you've came. Because now I get to live here rent-free, so. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Well, I thank you for giving me another chance because, you know what I'm saying, because I didn't think that was going to be possible. You know what I'm saying? Because people, sometimes people give up on people, you know, and it's just like, don't give up before the miracle happens. I'm still waiting on my miracle man, so pull through. Uh, you're just too picky. Ew! She's too picky. <laughs> I'm not she too like, picky. I feel like Ty looks for read. This is the thing, though. This is in my <laughs> six years of friendship with Ty. I think I have it down. Oh, so what she does is she looks for reasons to make herself unhappy. Like it could, you could have. Okay, calm up. down. I know. <laughs> she did you on that one. She did you on that. Like it could be like the perfect day, and Ty's like, I don't like him. 
I'm like, why? <laughs> oh, God. She's like, and she'll she'll have the dumbest reason. It'll be like, he keeps his air conditioning in his car way too cold. Oh, I'm my like, God. Hi. She can't turn up the radio past a certain spot. So she doesn't like <laughs> Be quiet. He listens to this. <laughs> I think so she funny. needs to realize that the right person will come around and she needs she needs to allow herself to accept it. She mm-hmm. needs to realize that she deserves to be happy too, and then it'll happen. I, I was thinking about that today because I went on a date. This is like my eighth date with this boy. And like it was a good date. Like he brought me flowers, we went out for ice cream. It was a good time. And then I was thinking of when you say, like, when you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was comparing my last time I said, oh, he's the one. The mm. last time I said that, I don't, I think I just was like caught up in like lust because in my head yeah. there was nothing wrong with him. I'm like, he's perfect. He's amazing. And then like this boy I went on, this my eighth date with, in my head I'm like, I'm naming all these things that are wrong with him, but I still want to be around him because there's yeah. like something that draws me to him. And I think that's... Again, my problem is I keep finding all the wrong stuff. When, but I when think it, that's what you just yeah. said, too, is, like, you you want to be around. Like, don't get me wrong. Me and Josh have been together for almost seven years. There are things that I'm like, shut up. I It, like, <laughs> drives me up a wall. But at the end of the day, I'm like, you want to come in here and watch a movie with me? Like, at the end of the day, you still want to be with them, right? So in, even when you know you know, it works differently for other people. So, like, Josh says he knew the second he saw me, which was not the case for me at all. So, I mean, it works differently for everybody, but I would just trust your gut. Yeah, you can't like them all the time. Like, I love I love Ron during the week. Come the weekends, it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> when it's longer than just five hours. Seriously, but he's so good. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I've known him for years, though. You know, it took a long time. Yeah. There's different reasons to fall in love with somebody, too. And I'm not saying, like, all right, Ty, come on, eighth date, be in love. But, like... <laughs> It'll slowly happen. Like, it's when they're not there and you want them to be there. It's when they leave and you miss them automatically. Or it's when you don't see them and you're upset. And it's like, everything starts to add up. And then you're like, fuck, I like you a lot. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. Being friends first always helps. Seriously. Like, getting to know someone. Being able to hang out and, like, be cool. You don't got to like each other. Like, the same things all the time. Yeah. When I went into dating, like, after my ex-boyfriend, I told... Me and Kirsten made a pact. We're gonna, we're not gonna hook up. We're gonna go on real dates. N- you know, make sure we actually like them before we're just like, eh. I'll just keep hooking up with them. It's fine. Like we were, we decided this time we're not doing that. It's we're going yeah. on. He's he's planning dates, and I'm go- I want someone to open my door. You know, kind of old fashioned because yeah. I'm a I'm a feminist, so I'm like, I want to do it myself. But like, but we wanted to take it back and like do. I want to go on real dates with someone. And not just Netflix and chill. And this time we're do this time we're doing that, and like I like this so much better. Well, yeah, because you're not getting cock blinded. Yeah. See. Yeah. Can I say that? I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) This on podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is very good. Like I I like I I like going on dates. I always tell Ty to like, if he wanted to, he would. If he wants to, he will. Yes. If don't if you have to ask him to do something that he already should know to do like come on come but on but that's dude. men but, in general men it's, <laughs> yeah. men are the men are you got to like 
tell, I don't know. Sometimes you just got to be like, hey, you already know this. Because they're like, oh, yeah. Because well, men like only dog, do. Right? Like, you yes. have to tell them one time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Men do. Men only do what you allow them to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. Well, I, I brought up flowers. I think on our first date, he asked me, he's like, oh, like, what kind of things are you into when it comes to, like, gifts? Because I told him my love language is gifts. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, um, so, um, what's it called? Materialistic. Mm, you get that from me. I know. Because <laughs> he brought up love languages. Oh, cool. Like, we, we were talking about it. And I, he's like, I, I was like, I like flowers. And I like small things. It doesn't have to be expensive, just small things. And today he brought me flowers. And Because you like someone to tell you that they're thinking about you. when Yeah. You're yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I kind of knew it was coming because he said that, um, he needed to um, get ready before he came over. And I'm like, get ready? For what? And they're beautiful roses. They are. I got, tw- I got a dozen Dude, roses. roses at that. Roses. A dozen. Yeah. yeah. This ain't no gas station one- rainbow uh-huh. flower. No, it's not. It wasn't. <laughs> but you guys got to remember, you're just 20-some years old. Like, this is your, this is the time, this is your eh life. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived my eh life. I'm ready to settle down. We- Settle down. Speaking of settling down, he brought up kids today. Because he hasn't asked me to be his girlfriend yet. You guys are, are you even exclusive? Like, We're exclusive. We talked about that. Okay, so When I went out of town. Because when I was going to Quincy, he's like, oh, like. Oh. Because he, he knows how I feel about I don't want kids. Does he listen to the podcast? <laughs> That's what I'm serious. I think he does, but I don't care. Okay. Hi. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> All my hoes be listening. I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> Um, oh God. no, he, he, he brought up kids today and I was like, he's like, how dead set are you on that? Like, are we, what, what are we since you're going up there? Cause I didn't tell him I was leaving town and I was like, oh, like we're exclusive, whatever. We're not dating. And he brought up kids and I'm like, he is, if I say I, I'll never have children, I hate kids. What well, that, that could be the end. You know what I mean? But you don't hate kids. I, that's what I said. I was like, I don't love kids. I like my nephews. I feel like you like kids that aren't your own, even though yes. you have none of your own. Yes. Uh, I, I agree. Yes. No, I'm kidding. I love mine. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, me too, girl. Right. <laughs> but I thought that was like a, a weird question. See, there I am, picking out red flags. Yeah. But what, maybe, okay, but maybe this is his way of being like, do I want this to be long-term with her? Because this could be his way of filtering through, like, what you say too, you know, like you could be analyzing him the same way he's analyzing you. Right. I forget men are people. <laughs> I know. Like I was, I was gonna say, yeah, like he, he's, it's his choice too, whether, I mean, yeah. you may not work out for him, mm. you know? I'm everybody's perfect match, be quiet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm a catch. You are a catch, you're very, very charismatic. <laughs> Thanks girl. Interesting. <laughs> I was like, do you want to be his girlfriend? Do we want to talk about that? I don't know. I I like him a lot. Okay. Marker. Marker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Right. Honestly, Ty, I feel like we just want to see you happy, and I am just tired of you picking through things like it's a filter <laughs> option. Like, you get what you get. The good, the bad, and the ugly. You have to fucking acknowledge it. Obviously, if there are red flags, I'm not saying, like, who fucking cares? Yeah. At the end of the day, just... <laughs> Stick with the yellow flags. Yeah. 
Like, the penalty flags are okay, but, like, the red <laughs> flags, new. Because you have your own yellow flags, too. You know how it happens. Oh, you're right. Mm. Life happens. Wow, well, this was so fun. Thanks, Mom, for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I feel like I was on Hoda and Kathy Lee. Like, <laughs> wait, no, wait. Jenna Bush Hager and Hoda, because they're way better together. Like, love it. Like, Hoda. And you are definitely Jenna. And you are definitely Hoda. Because I'm brown? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kind <laughs> of. Well, thanks for coming to our late, late show. Yeah. <laughs> Oda. Goodbye. I love them. Oh my gosh. This was so much fun. I'm so happy you were on this. Thank, also, thank you for sharing um, your story. I'm very happy that you are clean and you are happy. Thank you. Love it. Enjoy my life. Yay. Yay. Again, thanks to all our listeners who tune in every week to listen to us ramble. We appreciate it. Yes, as always. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, besties. All right. Bye. Bye, besties.